we weren't going live there, just good. in case. Yeah, yeah. I, That's interesting. I appreciate it. That yeah. shit happens all the time. Those are, are our secrets, yeah. And we're off. We're off. Oh, I got to start that thing there, eh? Ryan, Scott, how's it going? Excellent. How about good. yourself? Thank I'm you. good. DGR, Concrete Forming, Inc. Yeah. Yeah, you enjoying the show yet? Or uh, uh, I saw a glimpse of it. I had a chance in between during our little lunch break. I feel like how was yeah. the show? Show was pretty good. It's excellent. Actually, you guys come yeah. every year, huh? Every year, you guys are concrete guys. Try to to show as much as as we can, right? Did you go to World? We didn't this year. We have uh, quite a few times. In when the was the last time you guys went to World? I want to say right before COVID. Oh, so it's been a while still. 19, eh? Yeah. 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 Uh, how is the concrete biz? Concrete biz is good. Is it? I mean, it, it is what it always is, right? What does that exactly mean? I mean that it's a it's an industry that not too many people want to get into and do because it's work. hard work, it's right? Hard work, Come on, man, man. it's hard Damn. work. It's dirty work. It's hard work. It's yeah. uncomfortable work. It's working in winter. It's working Absolutely. in weather. It's working Absolutely. in the hot summer. Yeah, concrete's drying too fast. Concrete's not drying fast enough. You can't you can't pretty much win. Uh, you know, we get to go into a hole full of mud. And start building from there. I feel like everybody else, once that part's over with, then they got a chance to uh, to actually work on a construction site. I need but. you guys to give me some scientific calculations here regarding the weight of your work boots before you enter a job site on a Monday <laughs> day, and then the weight of those work boots at the halfway point of the day, oh, and man. then at the weight of those boots at after you scrape them on the yeah, curbside. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. That there's even another factor. It's like, at what point do your regular work boots get so heavy that you need to switch to the rubber boots, which get even heavier? Because <laughs> they just stick. What is with that? Someone should come up with a can of like mud stickless. Tell me, kind right? of like Scotch, tef- Scotch guard for yeah, mud? Teflon yeah. Scotch guard for Rubber boots or a yeah. contract. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> Someone needs to invent it. You guys be rich. DGR non-stick boot. I'm telling you right now. You don't give me any ideas. That's a great so idea. Like, I got right so now. much spare time on my hands <laughs> that I'm looking to. <laughs> How is everybody at DGR land? Everybody's good? I can't complain. Great. I think, yeah. I think everybody's in good spirits. We still like each other. That's a good thing. The everybody's crew growing? Cruise not growing too much. No, no, no. Staying no. steady. Staying steady. Cautious because we don't know what's going to happen. Or I feel like it's about finding the right fit for the team. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, so much about just hiring people. It's about finding somebody that can fit into our team. Your company culture. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got Ryan here. I got Scott here, and DGRConcreteForming.com at DGRConcreteForming. Whatever happened to DGR Lifting? The IG page. That ever disappear or no? It, I don't know if it's been deleted yet, but I could definitely say it's not getting much action. And there's water in these cans. Absolutely. But uh, no, DGR lifting, uh, it still exists. I mean, we'll... Because you guys still do it, but you never really fed We can it. help people, yeah. We can help people when it comes to lifting, stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, as we kind of grew a little bit, we got busier with our own truck. So What's your official title? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I, I hate titles, so like I haven't put one on myself or anything like that. When I you're mean, filling a government form and says occupation, yeah. what do you write down? Uh, I write owner. Owner. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's I mean, the R. Yeah, I'm one of the partners, but it's not even the R. It's the G. It's true. It's G. It's the last name. R right? belongs to George. Yeah. yeah. Okay. George I got is it. Rodriguez. Scott, what's your official title? Uh, ICF foreman. ICF foreman. How's the ICF business? It's great. Yeah. Well. It's Not great. today, but... Yeah, yeah. today we're standing at the, the concrete shows. So. No, but obviously you guys have done more ICF going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Has ICF surpassed traditional? No. 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 Traditional and is still kind of leading the church. Reason why? 
we are trying to figure that out ourselves. It, it's why do you, you know you guys we could brainstorm. I mean, I got lots of ideas. Clients Scott, don't want to pay for the ICF. No, I don't think it's that. It's not that. No, I think I, it runs deeper. I just think uh, the conventional side of it's more well known. It's more well known, and I think it comes to to architects, engineers, and builders. Specking it. So the architects from specking it, the builders from being familiar with like really wanting to to take it on because. Okay, yeah, you get a thermal mass wall, and it's, it's super efficient, and, but there's a lot more to that. I mean, you're literally drywalling to your block. You don't need any framing inside. I mean, okay, bulkheads and, you know, the old, yeah, yeah, odd yeah, bump yeah. out here and yeah. there, but it's a super efficient product. There's a lot of advantages that I don't think are, are, are being sold properly. Do you like it more than traditional? Or you're not allowed to say? By the sounds of it, he does. <laughs> I'm assuming you like it more than traditional. It's all I've ever done. Really? Yeah. Since day one? Day one. How long have you been in construction? Uh, since I was 17, so... You started in concrete? No. Where did you start? Uh, building homes. Building homes. When did you switch over to concrete? Uh, so, I guess my history is... How long have you been with DGR? Three years. Okay. All right. Sorry to interrupt. But, so, your history, so builder, and then you got into... We've always pushed the ICF. Since I was starting out, uh, the contractor that I work for did ICF, so I've always been able to provide that to any customer that I work for. Where did you guys? How did you guys find each other? Did you find DGR? Or did DGR find you? They found me through an ICF manufacturer. Yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. Which one you guys want to share? Who? Nudura. Nudura. Uh, Fast Yeah. Is it like, like the hazelnut spread? <laughs> <laughs> Not calling my nasalness. I'm joking. Uh, yeah. I'm joking. Calm no. down, Nadora. Calm down. Yeah, no, to be no. honest with you, uh, we took on an ICF job knowing that we didn't have all the answers to an ICF job. So oh, and that's how you came in. So, oh, it, it was, so you're starting. Okay, yeah, prior all right, now to, I get we it. actually took on Scott as a subcontractor. So, S- Scott was subcontracting for us, so on and so forth. And, uh, Organically, it kind of turned into, it's like, hey, let's just partner up and, and offer this service in-house, and, and away we go. Here's a question. Do you think in Canada, ICF will surpass traditional at some point in history? Up north, it already has. Really? I think For so. sure. I think so. Everybody's go-to is up north is ICF. So you think traditional concrete forming going on here down in the core and around the GTA area? There's a lot of obstacles, and I feel like when it starts leaning in that direction, that... Uh, Styrofoam is going to mysteriously become cheaper. It's already people. competitive, isn't it? It is. Right it now? is. But at the same time, it's like to make the same product, to have like insulated both sides concrete wall. If we did that traditional, I think the cost almost surpassed it does. ICF. No, no, it does. And actually applying that insulation and doing that it, whole part of it. That's right? the thing about it. It yeah. does. So that's why it kind of makes sense. That's why it's not a cost thing, right? But I guess it's the architects and engineers are specking it. Is that yeah. why? Yeah, yeah, I mean, typically it is. Or not specking it, I mean. Not specking it's the reason that it's a little bit... But with today's building codes, you have to still add that insulation on the exterior. You don't need it on not the exterior. On the foundation wall? Foundation wall doesn't need exterior insulation. I you need a certain a- level of insulation on the foundation wall, but a lot of people are doing... You know, if you buy a production home, they got the pink insulation that comes about halfway down the wall. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought new coats were coming in where you had to put at least bare minimum. I, they two, might be coming in two I inches. I don't know if it's maybe I read somewhere else, but I thought because I actually did a rental where 
the building inspector was like noting, he goes, no, you have to add two inches of XPS outside there on that concrete wall now because it's all new code stuff. No, and I was no. just like, what are you talking about? No, we do a ton of trend- traditional And you don't have to do that no now. But I mean, are we assuming that's coming anyway? Like that, I feel like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to be asking. Codes are changing. It's going to come. They're not changing fast enough. That's why I was thinking, like, the question is, do you think ICF is going to surpass? And I honestly think, I think it will surpass. Yes. So when honestly, it, like, it's a it's a battle for the ICF manufacturers to get all those codes passed. Code like, will change, and then it's a lot of cost for them to go through the book again and revamp it so it reads properly. Why can't we get all the ICF companies on the same page? Or that doesn't make any sense. Competition. So you want to just stay competitive? No, I don't think. I'm, I'm not saying so much as, as us as an installer, but as far as manufacturers go, it's like any trade, any business. I mean, your competition, in a lot of ways, people tend to not collaborate with their competition. When it's like, if, even if it's for the greater good of everybody, which makes perfect sense, it's like, hey, if we all stick together on this, we could change the industry yeah that's what i'm thinking is that if every company was on the same page then you actually change the industry a lot yeah. faster and uh even talking to people here today they're i mean i forget exactly what it was called the call it the canadian icf oh there's an association there's an association yeah. of some there's sort. a manufacturer's association so there is standards ICF they all work on the same kind of yeah you know better they, than they try to implement the code book they try and change that code mm-hmm. book to Make it more prevalent to go with ICF, yeah. fire codes, blast, yeah. insurance, mm-hmm. all our factors into why to choose ICF. What's the downside of ICF other than DIY jokers start a, you know, bucket in a tool pickup truck business and thinking they can do it? What's the downside of ICF? There is no downside. I don't see a downside. No, I don't see in the finished product no. of ICF. No, I don't. Zero downsides. Other than the people that get into the industry are not well trained enough to handle a job then you get into this poor job that's been created which becomes a mess essentially right? what we talked about the last time right? yeah like that's yeah everybody it doesn't there's not as much overhead in starting an icf installation company as there is in a traditional forming company right so it kind of all the overhead weeds out the uh I don't, I don't know how to put it politely, right? But like the in-betweens, right? The people that aren't experienced enough or, or have the resources to get the job done. Right? The a-holes. I mean, yeah. like the ones yeah. that just think that they can make a quick buck because they can charge Absolutely. a certain price, yeah. right? Yeah. Are certain people charging a premium for ICF? Is that the reason why too or no? It's, it's so hard to say what other guys are pricing ICF out as. But are you guys going in ICF and traditional? Because I thought during the whole pandemic years... Things were being come like they're becoming comparable, right? They were getting they were a getting lot close. closer because yeah. lumber cost, right? Lumber, like, that's yeah. why the lumber costs were getting out of control. So it's like you could literally do your main floor in ICF, ICF and have a thermal mass concrete wall as your framing, versus a stud wall with you know whatever type of insulation you want to put in it. Well, yeah, the you're gap, doing your zip gap. system on the outside, yeah. spray foaming it. Yeah, the gap was closing, but it's like uh, then lumber prices started coming back down everything kind of settled out and there, there there's a disparity there but that's what i was talking to before is the disparity doesn't include all the other advantages of icf yeah right? i gotcha framing building two by four walls we did 
a year or two ago, we did a basement. ICF for a client. Somebody I know pretty well is building the house for them. And uh, they went, and it wasn't the builder. So the builder that, that, that's currently there, I know. Prior to that, it was a homeowner building for themselves. Okay. When the framer came in, they include framing the basement in their package. Nobody even blinked an eye at it, and they did it. Okay. So when I showed, when, my, when the person that I know took over, they, they finally gave up as a, a homeowner building their house, got a builder, uh, and he comes downstairs. He's like, why did you guys frame the basement? You could have just drywalled right to the block. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's no room for the electrical, and, you know, we want plugs everywhere and this and that. It's like, no, actually, that's all figured out already, you know? If anybody just paid one crumb of attention, you would have lost or you would have eliminated all these costs yeah. and it would have closed that gap even more, right? But a lot of people, I think it just comes down to education. The there more we talk about ICF, there, right? the more we talk about ICF, I think the more it's going to fly because it's really hard to find the disadvantages. There aren't any. I wouldn't say there's any. None. none. My, my question becomes the, the concrete forming companies out there that don't want to adapt this new technology. That they're just a stickler old school mentality where it's like, no, no, man, concrete forming. I'm bored. So that's it. I don't give a shit. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, you walk around the show here, you're seeing oh, a lot of every, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. got it. There'll always be a place for conventional concrete forming. I don't think and I think society can get away from that. No, and I think that it'll turn into like, yeah, okay, your foundation costs a little bit less to make up the gap. I mean, once the gap closes and it becomes more efficient to do ICF, well, then the prices will come down on the traditional side the, so not, that there's room to put on the insulation. It's not even and the hard cost at the beginning, though. It's the savings at the back end, isn't it? Isn't that what it's attached to? The amount of work that you have to do on traditional forming and framing and setting up insulation costs more than it does for ICF. Absolutely. That's a fact, right? Yeah. Yep. So then you're saving already from the get-go from the construction process. This is my point, is that there's not enough education on the back end of it it's like but that's what the manufacturers are all they need to all get along everybody's gonna and get I think along they do but yeah. when a manufacturer is talking about it it sounds like a sales pitch versus that's like the unfortunate a, like thing. a third party i agree you know your architect starts breaching to you about you know this is a way more efficient way to build it's gonna last longer it's it's you know that your odds of ever getting mold and like all the advantages of icf that yes the manufacturers preach this stuff left right and center but it comes across as a pitch versus construction knowledge. If you guys were to build your own house, ICF or traditional? It's going to be ICF. For yeah. yeah. I'm going to get crucified for it. But yeah, no, absolutely. ICF. You're going to say ICF yeah. still too? Really? I would go ICF so right up to the roof. Really, yeah? yeah? Yeah. What's the majority of DGR crew? Like, is it mostly 50-50 or 70-30? Yeah, we're a predominant. I'd say 70-30. We're, In we're favor a traditional, of traditional. We're a traditional company. I mean, 70, that's where we started. 70, we're a traditional 30, company. Eh? Yeah. But at the back end of it, it's like, hey, I mean, guys are slowly learning the ICF side. And uh, we could, I mean, when it comes to opinions on what you're going to build your own house out of and this and that, I think it's just a big spread. I mean, people don't put that much it's, thought it's into a, it. It's a good, it's a good idea to, to gauge things because then now you would only do the best for your own personal dwelling, right? So what I would do is ICF foundation, mm -hmm. but sit panel main floor. Main, so whatever above grade yeah. sit panels. Okay. Why? Okay. Yeah. Why there, not go ICF right to roof? 
concrete's expensive. It would be more expensive than framing, even it's today's not, dollar. Si- well, sit panel is the plywood on the outside with the foam in the middle. Oh, and then okay. Plywood on the inside, so you still have continuous foam all the way through, and the uh, the panels are whatever height you want them. But that's what we're asking for Bidlinco right now. Don't we have to have R12 now on the exterior walls on the above grade? Yeah. Yeah. This is that whole zip zip system. Right? Yeah. No, sip panels. Sip. Not zip. zip. No. Sip. But what they're doing. Two different outside. things. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Yeah. But the zip panels is like what they're doing to try to kind of get that exterior insulation factor, right? Like there's a, an R value to the zip system or no? Maybe I'm. Oh, no, to, there is. To get the foam on the outside of your wall, what they're trying to do is is bridge that, uh, the conductive of each stud. So as the cold hits the stud, it's the thermal going to bridge through. Yeah. The thermal, yeah. yeah, the thermal bridging so going providing on. Providing that foam on the outside helps protect now, the studs from the thermal break. Are you li- sorry, Are you limited on specific, uh, specifications on cladding? With you can't go brick, right? Or can you go brick? You can go brick. You'd have to set up the ledger on the with, bottom with though. With the sit panel? Yeah. Yeah, so that would be all in the foundation work. So even in the ICF setup, you'd have to do it with the offset so then you can have the brick going on there, Correct. right? At that point. So it just takes a little bit of work, right? Absolutely. But I agree with you. I'd rather go... Listen, I'm a huge... Like, I believe in double wall construction. Take care of the one wall for your building Exterior, envelope needs yeah, yeah. and then take care of your inner wall for your mechanical needs. That's how you do not break the thermal, right? Yeah. And then you actually have a home that's tight, and then you have your mechanical system that takes care of everything. Then you have an efficient home. I'm a huge fan of building a better home instead of spending more money on machinery that feeds that home. Yeah. No, I warm or cold or whatever it is. I'd rather build the home better because that home will always stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. You're always going to replace mechanical. I'll tell you. Sometimes we run into the, like. A question in the foundation stage, whether it has to do with like a water stop in the footing or something like this. And as soon as the client's like, we're going to have to consult our building envelope engineer. It's like, now you're talking my language, right? There's somebody that's literally just envelope engineer. I like literally just looking at that building envelope, heat transfer, cold loss, all that stuff. It's, it's, it's a science. What's a water stop? Water stop is, uh, there's a bunch of different ones. But it's essentially something that goes in or on your footing to make kind of a water barrier between the joint of your footing and your foundation wall. So where your concrete stops from the footing and begins again, even in a wall, it would be so a cold So if you joint. couldn't pour, say, like an entire foundation all at once, you'd put a water stop where you'd stop your pour. You could then, use it vertically or again. horizontally, right? So typically, the most common use for it is horizontally. So the biggest joint that you got right off the beginning of your construction is a footing to a foundation wall. Yes. So you pour your footing. That's your biggest crack point. Yeah, yeah. It's a cold joint. There's yeah. no real seal there. I think uh, the minimum code on that is putting in a key. Yeah. So it's a well, the key is not even the designed for the water stop. It's just no. designed for wall movement. Absolutely. Technically. Exactly. Okay. So that being said, it's like. We put in the water stop. So there's ones that set in place in the concrete. It's essentially a, a plastic material, pretty rigid. You inset it in your concrete pourer on the footing. And then this. when you pour your walls, it encases around it. So you have like a PVC or plastic barrier in that gap, right? In that joint 
that's continuous. It's set in the first concrete, it's set in the second concrete, so there's essentially no moisture can get through that gap. I like that. Makes sense. It is. Yeah, it, it actually makes perfect sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Why man. isn't it on every one, right? <laughs> Why isn't so who only specific engineers or architects? Whether or it's spec'd or not. Yeah. Really? So yeah. why isn't that part of the code then? It makes why? sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think if I was doing my own house, I would have that. What's some you know what's interesting? I haven't been brushing up on my concrete lingo lately. Uh, what's some terminology that I may not know? Some new lingo that the, the new cool kids are using on the con- oh, on the buddy. concrete side of things. The word "cool" and kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying yeah, you must no, have some no, some some I, sayings or some phrases or something. Uh, well, like that. no, we just taught you about water stuff. Like I know sus. What's sus? Sus. It's like suspect. Yeah. Suspicious. Suspicious. Okay. Sus. Sus. Okay. All right. I, I mean, that's new kid lingo. So it'd I don't be know like, if it relates. Uh, that, no, but that I want corner, new kid construction lingo. I don't yeah. have any words no. for that. No. no. I we're, we're two by four. Pretty. Still called a two by four. Is. Give me a piece Let's of put it this way. Half of our crew <laughs> is 55 plus. So we can't get away with new Because lingo. they won't be able to know. They can't They'd read the like, subtitles. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, are you guys talking a different language? It's like, Sus- we need to stick to. Suspect. Yeah. The, okay, there's a difference between like street lingo and then I want to know what construction concrete lingo. Construction concrete What's lingo. Con- construction it's been the concrete. same thing for the last 40 years. A form years. is a form. A form's a, a form. A shovel is a shovel. Absolutely. Water stop is water stop. <laughs> <laughs> Waterproofing is waterproofing. No, you know what? It confuses it, right? I'm telling you, there's got, well, outside of the whole Portuguese thing, there's got to be different ways of saying certain things. I was going to say, if you want to speak in a different language, it's Portuguese. there's all kinds of different <laughs> lingo that relates to concrete. Portuguese and Italian. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to think of what else you would like. What, what it's, a form is still a form. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Chimet, chimet. That's yeah, a, that's that's a, yeah that. nobody mud. gets mud. Yeah. People call it mud. I I've feel heard like that's an mud. American thing, though. That's an American. Yeah. I don't think Americans Canadians call, call concrete mud. No. No. They, we call it concrete. Concrete. Because I think they like that word concrete. Or concrete versus. Concrete. Yeah. Versus. No, Some concrete. people like to call it cement. Like, that's a that's ingredient. An Ameri- that's an, an American. ingredient. That's an American Yeah, thing. exactly. They always say cement. Yeah. yeah. You always see that. Cement. 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 Mud. If you're yeah, European, I hear that. I mud, mean, no. But then you're offending the tile guys because now it's mud dogs. And right. Yeah. That starts getting into yeah. the all Stepping plastic. on toes. Right? Yeah. It's just whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all. I don't know what else you guys want to talk about before we get closer to wrapping it well, up. I, I appreciate like you bringing only, the water. Yeah. Really we've only thirsty. talked about <laughs> ICF. And it's like, oh, you want to talk about traditional yeah, farm? man. There's still like huge, great things to do with tradition. You guys still using wheelbarrows or is everything being no. pumped? Pumps, pumps, it's all pumps, pumps, eh? pumps. Yeah. So I sh- saw a shirt earlier today it said pumping ain't easy. Pumping ain't easy. Yeah. I thought that was a great shirt. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's most illogical thing I've ever heard. It's like, no, that's the actual easiest way to do it. <laughs> Why would they be calling it? it ain't Did you guys, has DGR bought a motorized wheelbarrow yet? No. You guys won't need that, eh? No, no. You feel, I, I feel bad like for the guy who invented that? The fleet? No, no. I think there's a place for it. Like, you know, people that for are DIYers. Yeah, DIYers. Not even. No. Landscapers. landscapers. Landscape. Yeah, landscapers. Yeah, okay, they, landscapers. They do sure. a lot more wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the foundation game, you're fortunate is uh, there's nothing on site. Except for maybe a giant hole in your way from reaching something Did in the backyard. Did you guys do a job recently where I swear that boom, that pump boom had was laid out like flat? 200, yeah. It would have to be yeah. like 200 feet that or something. That was a monster house. Like, yeah. how big was yeah. that house? That house was, uh, I couldn't tell you the square footage off the top of my head. But how but far was the reach, man? Let's put it that way. That was a 42-meter boom. 
150. Yeah, and it was laid out flat with the line laid out flat and still trying to pump with enough force to kind of make it to the back corner of the house. And it just made it to the back? Just made it. I mean, don't get me wrong. We could have got a bigger pump, but that's another part of it, right? You show up to a site. I mean, yeah, pull a measuring tape from one corner to another, but you don't exactly know where the pump operator is going to feel comfortable setting up his pump. Hey, we thought you were going to come to here, but he's like, oh, I don't, that's too close to the banks. I want to set up a little bit further back. It's like, oh, that, that 10 feet made a difference, actually. And, and you guys got to quick on the draw. Yeah. Figure yeah. that out. And there's always the option. You can add lines to a pump, like once the line's laid down like that, but it's all work. What do you do? Like grab a piece of ABS and just... No, they, they <laughs> most pump trucks roll with some sections of, of line, rubber line that couple together with How the other lines. How far can you go? You can go pretty far. Answer me this question. When I'm on the roadways, whether it's a highway or a streetway, right? And I see some dried up concrete there on the asphalt. What happened? I'm telling you. So these trucks, again, if this this becomes into a transport question, right? If you <laughs> were shipping, it wasn't you, us. If you were shipping freaking <laughs> potatoes, you'd see potatoes on the road. You'd want to get as many potatoes into that truck as possible, right? So it comes to filling up the truck. The difference between any other really type of box truck or anything that transports goods and a cement truck is that there's a gaping hole right at the top of it that doesn't close. So if you're parked, yeah, the, no, there is. I, I want to say Imer. Okay. Imer makes a one? drum mixer okay. that has a door that closes on it to close that hole into smart. the truck. You'd think, think smart. right? And, and come to say that you said that. It's like I was coming home one night. And there's rumble strips. <laughs> I was getting off the highway, and I come up to the off-ramp, and it's like brake lights, but it's a green light. I couldn't figure out what was going on, and I get closer. And there's a pile of concrete. We're not talking like they spilled some concrete on the floor. It was like three, four forms. cubic meters of concrete. <laughs> it was just missing forms. It was a pile, probably like 16 inches deep, and like the whole width of a lane. Wow. It was a disaster. So I looked at it. I knew the guys were coming home behind me, so I, I even called them. It's like, hey, when you get off the off-ramp, have an eye. There's a giant concrete spill there. And you hear giant concrete spill, you don't really register it because you never see them that big. This was massive. So it's like later that night, getting on social media, yep, OPP, sure enough. Oh, yeah, set up over here, you know, massive concrete spill. They had to bring in machinery and all this stuff to clean it up. Roadway guys to clean it up with shovels. Not shovels. It was machines amount of concrete. It wasn't. It was machines. Yeah, they had to bring in machines. Maybe and they stuff. had to use the motorized wheelbarrows at that point. No, yeah. No, what if it hardened no, and no one could get at it? Then you have to bring hammers in. Concrete's <laughs> guys, unforgiving. Have you guys? These shows are funny because I've never seen such a clean concrete truck here. Like armor all tire about clean. It, eh? Like I, I was looking at the tires and I was like, I've never seen. There's a part of me that wants to just give a shout out right now, because <laughs> do it, give our, a shout out. I mean, Premier right now, Premier Concrete Pumps. They're literally, they blow me away every time they show up. It's like clean. This truck has it even been on site before? Oh yeah, it's two years old. It's like what? So they just maintain. How it? in the hell did you get it so on clean? Site, they're constantly scrubbing. What do they have a little little concrete truck car wash that kind of thing? I'll tell you right now. You see their operators. And, and uh, buckets of armor. RBS as well. Buckets RBS is the same way. Yeah, RBS is a concrete clean. supplier. They're clean. Their trucks are clean, but it's it's not like this mystery thing of how their trucks end up clean. If their guys are standing around on site, they clean. They take out a rag, you know what I mean? 
clean up the, the chrome, make it shine a little bit. It's little bits and pieces. You can't let a truck get destroyed it and then goes, try to make it look it good. It goes It far. needs to be just, you get it new and that little bit of maintenance the whole way through and it keeps it amazing. Am right? I the only one that gets kind of like, I cringe when I see like rusted. Old stuff. And, and I get it. Concrete buddy. trucks. I and get it. It's a crazy, crazy industry. Like, it's just like you almost put it out the patch. Or like it's just like I get you. And I feel the same You wonder how way. it gets down the hill or it gets to you sometimes. Yeah, does it bother you guys? Like, it bothers me when I see that. I mean, it bothers me, but I can see why. Again, it's a chaotic industry. You're trying to get as go, much go, value go. out of it. Yeah, exactly. you got to push. But Nobody's paying you for a cleaner truck. Right, if you're a concrete ready mix supplier, the pump concrete supplier, inside there still costs the same if it's inside a beautiful barrel or if it's inside a rusty barrel. Literally, they could literally back to the wheelbarrows, show up in a power wheelbarrow. <laughs> as long as the concrete's coming at the right speed, that's, that's all it. that matters, that's right? So, so it's a real tell for the people that keep the clean gear and the newer stuff and keep things looking proper. That's extra effort. That's 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 profit that they're spending on maintaining this stuff and making it look the way it does. So. I that's have a lot nice of respect that. for anybody that, that's that doing keeps that for their, their stuff. business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you guys are the same thing, man. It's like you guys, you got new Hinos now. How many Hinos? You yeah, got we're on? actually Isuzus now. Isuzus now. Yeah. What yeah. happened? Hinos weren't there. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the full story between Isuzu and Hino, but I feel like there's a they're they're, they're merging together or something. Along is it those Isuzu lines? or Isuzu? Like I don't understand. Isuzu, Isuzu. I, I just mean, short term it. Call it the zoo. Yeah, zoo. Yeah. Yeah, See the lingo, serious. the concrete. There lingo. you go. There's a lingo for it. We're you. bringing the animals to sight. Well, because it makes sense. Because you got a cab, you could fit what five or six? Seven. Seven. It's seven seat belts. Do you want seven concrete no. forming guys in the Absolutely same box? Not. Can you fit <laughs> seven concrete forming guys in the same box? box. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. It's a great sales pitch. You got seven seat belts. You could le- legitimately fit seven people in there. I don't want to be in a box with seven guys, no, man. It, I don't want to be seven. They would have to be very small gentlemen to. Fit into this <laughs> have you seen the concrete forming business and who's working in it they're not tiny tiny no boys, yeah right? yeah typically it's not your big small boys. guys they're yeah. big boys yeah. right yeah. with big lunch boxes and lunch big boxes. coffees and seven people big gaseous states oh, <laughs> in the morning oh, or the evening <laughs> or the night you know what i mean yep absolutely things expand during the course yeah. of the no, day right you, and things have to expel during the course of the day and those guys work hard of course boys work hard they work up a sweat is there like one air freshener on the mirror? Air freshener is the window. <laughs> Window's <Yeah>. down. <laughs> hopefully it's nice out. Comes back to what we were just talking about, about maintaining trucks, right? It's true. It ain't you gotta free. You got to maintain the inside. It ain't free, 100%. but I mean, something as simple as even like, you know, perfect scenario once a week. But a little if you bit could of love. get at it, if you could get at it even once a month, once every two months. Once a month is too long. I know. It gets a little Receipts gross in a month. Receipts and fast food and Uber boxes and all kinds of stuff pile up. Yeah. The mud. Remember the talking mud about the mud up. on the yeah. bottom of your boots? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Guess where it all ends up? On yeah. the floor mat. The heat starts pumping. Everything dries. You move your foot like three inches and all of a sudden it's like everything drops. Yeah. Well, you guys wouldn't do another trade at all in a heartbeat. You wouldn't change it. Change. Trade. I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, there's a lot of trades I do like. You want to get into tiling or something, drywalling? No. I think framing would be my my pick or welding. Those are my, my two kind of like, I feel like we could make it as um, framers. I mean, concrete forming guys have a lot of knowledge. We use skill saws. We cut lumber. We do. It's a rough. Are it's you, rough. Are, but are if you're you, on the good side of the rough. Are you, are you hinting that DGR is going framing? 
DGR concrete forming framing? I wouldn't go Ink. there just yet. Concrete but, framing hey, forming? I don't, I don't, would never box anything in as an impossibility. Kind of makes Everything sense because then you guys already lay down the steel, lay down the frame. I'll tell you right now, there's, <clears throat> there, there is people out there that are, are selling it as a package. Oh. It's, I, I wouldn't say it's all in-house, but there is people that are offering it. Forming and framing and excavation. So they'll get you a, a structure built. Hmm. So that's, I mean, it's a good package, right? Why not get into the roofing at that point? Then you close but it But in, in my opinion, those three things, okay, they're hard jobs to execute. Yeah. But overall, the complication factor isn't crazy. I mean, as, as, as when you talk to somebody like yourself that deals with interior finishes and all the different finishes that come and having some knowledge on all of these different finishes, it's like pouring concrete, we're framing out of wood, you know, it's it's... It's the same wheelhouse. Easy. So you might it's as well easy. take care of it. If you understand the business. Obviously, to some people, that's not easy. But to somebody that really gets the construction process, is uh, yeah. How come, uh, Marco, I haven't seen too much Portuguese going on in Marco's page there. What's going on? Yeah, Marco. What's happening? Marco, he's been busy like crazy. That's, no, what, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. He hasn't been yeah, doing yeah. much. No. Yeah. yeah, Marco was supposed to be here today. but uh, He couldn't make it? Yeah. The job site? Yeah. 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 Gentlemen, I think we're going to wrap it up now. Thank That's you so amazing. much for making the stop. And you guys are going to continue looking at the, all the new shiny toys. Oh, new shiny for toys. Sure. Anything, anything jump out? Anything jump out at, at the show today? So, anything? Nothing nice? I end up uh, talking class, to all so my... I haven't been able to walk around a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. You did a class today. Oh, you guys did a class. Yeah, Scott a little did. seminar. A little yeah. ICF seminar. Uh, okay, all right. What'd you learn? What's new in ICF? What's new in ICF? It was so uh, what's new changing build codes, trying to get... ICF pushing forward into the into the building code, being recognized as a better building product. It's a good. It's the right idea. Yeah, definitely the right idea. Listen, I agree with ICF. I yeah. totally agree with it. Uh, at dgrconcreteforming.com. No, I put the two together. At dgrconcreteforming on IG, and then find them on their website, www.dgrconcreteforming.com. Thank you, man. Say hi to the boys. Say hi to everybody. Pleasure. I got to stop do. by the shop, and trust me, I won't steal any of your tools. No. They're I, not blue. Any, yeah. Oh, no, some of them are blue. Some of them are blue. Some of them are blue. Yeah, but it's one most, of our colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of them are blue. Some of them are blue. Cheers, Gentlemen, nice thank to you, sir. Scott. Thank you, Thank you. Always yeah. a pleasure. Thank Always you so much for the water beverage. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. We're out of here. Thank you. We're water specialists. Ha, ha, ha.